All right. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Close to the Bone. I'm Carl Vreeland, your host. This is episode number three, entitled, What Can We Learn from an Atheist? As of late, due to the coronavirus, we are understandably witnessing among many an anger buildup and a tendency to blame. It's as if we need to blame someone or something for this pandemic. Some are either blaming the virus itself or the country, culture, and peoples of its alleged origin. Others are blaming the government and its leaders for a lack of immediate response. Still others believe there is some secret agenda, some conspiracy behind the spread of the virus and subsequent lockdown. Whether any of this is true or not is outside the scope of my contention. That said, whether someone or something is to blame, we too often overlook our role in what takes place in our lives and in the world. We seldom see our part. One could say, blame is blinding. Well, about now you might be thinking, what does any of this have to do with atheism? Well, an interview I saw a couple of years ago will explain. The late journalist, author, and social critic Christopher Hitchens was a well-known polemicist and atheist. Whether you agreed with his views or not is neither here nor there. At the time of the interview, Hitchens was suffering from esophageal cancer and the aggressive treatment he was undergoing. And essentially, he knew his fate hovered near. In fact, he lost his battle with cancer about a year later. In this interview for the BBC, Jeremy Paxman surmised, quote, There will be people, and they won't say it to your face, perhaps. Well, he smoked a lot and drank a lot, unquote. In which Hitchens replied, quote, Well, that's exactly what's demystifying about it. I mean, there are also people who say it's God's curse on me that I should have it near my throat, because that was the organ of blasphemy which I used for so many years. No, it is banal in that precise way. If you've led a rather bohemian, rackety life as I have, it's precisely the cancer you'd expect to get, unquote. His accountability struck me. I mean, how often do you hear someone take responsibility for their actions and hold themselves accountable for them? Especially when it comes to something like cancer, where one can easily blame it on bad luck, bad chemistry, or fate. So the question is, what can we learn from an atheist? Well, just that, to be responsible and accountable, to not being blinded by faith, as it were. We too often see others in a similar state cry out, Why would God do this? What have I done to deserve this? Most believers seldom attempt to demystify. They instead put the blame elsewhere, on God and some cosmic master plan, which makes it plain to see that it's easier to see the truth, the reality, when one has no God to blame for the outcome. Yes, there are people with better genes and better luck who have avoided the same fate from living a bohemian, rackety life. And likewise, a believer could chalk that up to being blessed by God. But at least that's still being accountable. Yes, I took a chance and cheated an early death. It seems God wants me around for a bit longer. To be sure, Christopher Hitchens took a chance. He smoked and drank too much and continued to do so for far too long a period of time. Yet again, he's not blaming anyone but himself. What's more, 
He never seemed to beat himself up about it. I never read or heard an inkling of guilt, shame, or self-pity in any writing or interview of his, nor have I come across any description or story about him to consider otherwise. Of course, to some degree, this is speculation. Nevertheless, it's worth looking at this idea that believers tend to pass off responsibility to God. Could this be because the guilt and shame of their actions are too great to bear? Let's pause here. Let's breathe and feel the sensations in our bodies. Are we living with guilt and shame? We need to get honest with ourselves. Feel. Meditate. Meditation will reveal the answers. Breathe. Slow down. Whatever we have done, once we acknowledge our part, there is room for self-forgiveness. Always. If God is in your life, God is forgiving. We don't have to hold on to the past. But if we are to let go of it and move forward, we must admit to ourselves and for some to God our part in it all. Only then can we forgive ourselves. It is the path to healing and letting go. Look, we all take risks. Our lives would be quite boring otherwise. We tempt fate, granted, some of us more than others. But if we are to live life fully and adventurously, we have to take risks. Whether that be roller coaster rides, bungee jumping, mountain climbing, or scuba diving, or overindulging by eating and drinking too much, we all take chances. We get a surge from taking risks. It makes us feel alive. On the other hand, there are those who take dangerous risks, like speeding on the highway, weaving in and out of lanes. And the larger problem with that is they are not only putting themselves at risk, but others too. And on top of that, which is worth pointing out, they get upset if they get pulled over and pissed off at the cop for giving them a violation. Sometimes they get angry at God for not cutting them some slack because they were in a rush. Certainly, I've been guilty of that. It's interesting how we blame God for the results of our actions, rather than taking ownership of them. Similarly, why do we blame God for allowing bad things to happen in life? Like when we reflect on the horrors of the past, we blame God for not doing something to stop them. Look, if people are born with bad genes or if they are abused as children and they grow to be dictators and murderers and kill thousands of innocent people, what does God have to do with that? Why blame God for all the bloodshed we, human beings, have caused? After all, shouldn't we be responsible for fixing it? We allowed it to happen. Life is cause and effect. It is a fundamental law of nature. If we smoke and drink excessively for 40 years and get cancer, how does God fit into that equation? Yes, there is something we can learn from an atheist. To take responsibility for our actions and be accountable for them. Now, to make it plain, I'm not advocating atheism, nor am I arguing the existence of God or not. 
I simply want to underline how people who do have God in their lives are more likely to pass the buck. Many of us are looking at this virus as if it were some alien, that we had nothing to do with its birth, and that there was no cause and effect. But if we get real about it, it was likely nature's response to our destruction of the earth, our actions and behaviors, perhaps our diets and eating habits as well. Yes, some believe that the virus was created and released in some areas of the world as a type of chemical warfare to create a lockdown and economic situation. Whatever the truth may be, what does God have to do with it? Why blame some outside force other than nature, which, to add, has no agenda, very much like God, I believe. I'd like to step back for a moment now for clarification and return to the reckless driving example. I want to make clear the distinctions between responsibility and accountability, because they can be confusing. If we make a promise to ourselves to never speed again, and the next day we find some excuse to far exceed the speed limit to make our appointment on time, we failed in our responsibility to stop speeding. However, if we also promised our spouse that we would stop speeding and we wind up getting a speeding ticket, she or he can hold us accountable for our actions. We are accountable to them. Reflecting on and considering our part in current and past events can be heavy, I know. So let's breathe mindfully again and slow down. Calming and cooling our emotions is wise. Deep breathing can help. Feel the sensations in your body again. What is underneath all this blame? Why do we get angry at all the cruelty in the world? And why do we blame and demonize our enemies and sometimes even create them? It only fuels our anger and steals our peace. Feel your body. What is the energy behind the anger? Breathe. Feel. Is it fear? Is it fear underneath the anger and behind the blaming? Anger is a destructive emotion. What we need to do is pause, feel the fear when it arises. We need to acknowledge the fear and feel it before we go to anger. If we do, and not go to anger as a way to avoid the fear, we stand a chance of not getting angry and seeing the world with much more clarity. We will then live with less anger and more peace. Our patterns of thought and behaviors will change over time, and we will influence others in a positive way and slowly change the world for the better. Atheist or believer, life is a mystery as is God. Be that as it may, I prefer to think of God as all good, all loving. In fact, that is my experience of God. That is to say, once I began to take responsibility for my actions and be accountable for them.
Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and what you heard, please pass it along to others. Thanks again, and be well and safe.